18 years it is, is enough. Hey, water boy! Yes, Mr. Coach for you. You're fired! Okay. Welcome back. Beers Watch Podcast, episode 324. Charleston One Podcast recorded in a basement. Last time we were together, we were making predictions on if Frank or when Frank was going to get fired. We've all been about wrong. Duval's not here. He's either asleep or not. But we got Steve Quarter here jumping right in Panther-wise with Caleb Lurs Jeebs. But before we get to all that, as I introed him, Jeebs, man, how you doing? We're doing good, doing good. Coming off of a Thanksgiving vacation for about a week and a half or so. But uh, work's doing good, end of the month, but we're doing all right. Uh, if you're looking to find me, it's Jeeves1988 on Instagram and Twitter. And that's right. He's got not the Aloha Panthers hat on. He's moved to Hornet season. Compiled on top of hurt ankles and hurt everything. But new father, let's focus on the positives here. Lurs, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Hanging in there. You know, tired of everything and tired of... <laughs> But things are good. Things are good in the household, at least. So, uh, can't complain. So, Lurs, if you if you want to, br- uh, you know, break down your scenario, I remember, your, wasn't your due date, like, in November? And then y'all had, was that like an emergency kind of uh, scenario? It wasn't. So, it was November 8th, and we had it two weeks before. Okay. But, uh, I mean, she was eight pounds when she was born, but. She just had a little trouble breathing, so it took a little while to get her home. But she's good now, so everything's good. It gives a lot of perspective uh, <laughs> on things, which was probably much needed for me. So <laughs> everything's groovy over here. Okay, that's good to hear. Where can people find you if you want to be found? Uh, on Twitter or X, whatever. <laughs> Harold Genderson. All right. That's, that's where you can find me. <laughs> All right, and uh, Caleb, good to see you again. You got the lights. Christmas season, but all your lights are out. Seeming like Frank Wright's office lights, they are out. Caleb, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Looking forward to the uh, day you text me and ask me to be on a podcast for something good, man. I know. <laughs> oh, man, it's been, it's been, I mean, we were so, I, I think about it how just what, like six months ago, we were so hyped, so excited. I mean, within this single year, we've gone from the highest of, okay, that's good, let's switch it up, we trade for everything, we get the one pick, let's take, you know, get behind Bryce to, come on, right can't be this bad with all these offensive people, and I know we'll dive into the theories and what we thought there, but man, and we're not even, I mean, we've yeah. got like a month left in the year, and still, it's crazy <clears throat> how much has gone on, Rule was a coach, he wasn't, like, it's just insane, so... I feel like we've done six straight years of April good podcasts and either middle of the year or January terrible podcasts. That's right. I mean, it's so. the, the time's a flat circle. We literally did one after Rule was fired, and now we're doing one after Wright is fired. I mean, like I said, Quarter and I worked a basketball game tonight. Otherwise, we would have done it tomorrow. Then I realized I had to work a basketball game. So it's like, well, we've got to kind of do one because we always do one when it's either very good or very bad. So. Here we are, but yeah, speaking of quarter, it's been a while. I think last time you came down here was probably five years ago down in the basement, yeah. Pre-COVID, yeah. Uh, yeah, way too long. <laughs> uh, thankful to be back. Appreciate it. So, quarter, where can you be found if you want to be found on any social medias? I, I don't want to be found right now. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I respect <laughs> that. Um, all right, 
For me, JRO Nation Twitter and Instagram, which as Lur said, now it's X. I still just gonna always call it Twitter. And then you can, you know, Facebook, the Beards Watch Podcast. Find us on all your Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube. They see me rolling with all our beer cards, brew reviews, taste tests, all that good stuff. And as Jeeves just alluded to, uh, we released that Tepper Clown shirt. So I got some Tepper Clown shirts and stickers and hoodies and sweatshirts. So I know Nathan's bought some. My buddy Sal's bought a couple. So if you want some, they're out there. Jerry and I put something together real quick because – Right now, I mean, that's just what it feels like is we feel like we're in a clown show. Lurs was tweeting about today. I stayed earlier. Tom, it's just, I was trying to think back to when we talked about and we all guessed if Wright was going to make it. It seemed the writing was on the raw pre-bye week. Came out. They won one against the Texans, and then they laid an egg with the Bears and the offense for an offensive guy. A quarter and I have talked about it. It's just, it's just rough. And, man, Tepper's screaming fuck as he's rocking out against the Titans. I mean, the defense has held their own. They shut the whole, they shut the Titans out in the second half, and we couldn't even get eight points to win the game if we wanted to, nine points, whatever. So, wild. I don't think anybody thought we'd be here, but I'd like to hear, you know, Lurs, your thoughts on this real quick. I mean, it just sucks. <laughs> That's that's the summary of it. Like everything has gone wrong. It's depressing. There's the hope is very slim. Uh, I mean, Tepper right now is just just rubbing me the wrong way, rubbing the fan base the wrong way. I I don't really know what else to say about it. I mean, the press conference today was a joke. I felt like he had to fire right. I agree with that, but like he's made every every wrong decision pretty much so far. He's made has been wrong, and like I I talked in the past podcast, you know, I talked about at least he cares, but like even listening to him now, I think he cares more about himself being right and mm-hmm. than the, what the fan base actually wants and cares about, which is a winner, like. I'm just sick of hearing about all these events we yep. have at the stadium now. Yep. That that's I'm just I'm just sick of yeah, it his, right now. When they, when they asked him about like self reflection and he just kind of muttered it and then he kind of went over. Well, you know, we only had like home games here and like nine events, and now we have like 64 events. Like that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about yeah. the Panthers and why you fire you've done fired uh, two years in a row, coach. And you're talking, and then you're talking about the great things the soccer team's done, but you fired that coach too. So like it's he like fired what are, two of them coaches. Yeah, like what are, what are we? It, he says he's self reflected, but again, I think we've all seen. Was it the Niners CEO said a couple years ago? You can't fire the owner, and it effing, it fucking sucks because we're just stuck with a guy who, you know, I, I'm not ready to give up on Bryce yet. You know, I still have the hope of with Tua's career as it is, at least if they but they just got to find the right coach to it. I don't trust Wright to do it, but maybe third time's a charm with fire. I don't know. It's fifth time. I don't know what number he's at now. Whatever it is, but man, it's it is it is bleak. And really, if you look at the back end of this schedule, like if you had had somewhat of a decent team, the the Falcons are in first place with six wins, right? Like it was there for the taking. This this back half stretch looks like besides the Jaguars like everybody else is like oh okay you should be able to compete with this but not scoring 10 points a game so I it's it was a season set up tough at the beginning but if you had won 
Caleb mentioned it the first time we talked way back. If you had split those first two games, if you had won the Colts and the Bears game, I mean, you're sitting at that's four or five wins right there. You, you the, the the Vikings game, you could have caught them. We'd be in the mix, but just losing those, and now we're sitting here staring at, wow. We could seventeen. Well, yeah, and and the team and the fucking <laughs> the fucking team, the Bears having the one pick and going. All offseason, we got to hear about how this pick is this and this and this, and I think that's the worst. We won't hear the end of it until something good or bad happens either which way. I mean, if bad happens, it's just going to keep being brought up. But, man. We won't hear nothing good about it until 2025 when we have a first-round pick again. (laughs) Even then, it'll be, well, the Panthers are making their first first first-round pick since 2023 when they selected Bryce Young. Last year, they didn't because of – so. Until we trade Burns. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, I, uh, I'm going to take a little different approach. I'm sure we'll get into like Frank and the offense and Bryce and everything over the next hour, but I'll start with Tepper and I'm going to, I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on the Tepper hate uh, a little bit, just because all of us have sat here for the last three years and applauded things. He's things that have happened. You know, I know the Reich was a little bit of a head scratcher, but we liked the move up to number one. We liked, you know, Matt Rule at first. I, I just think he's being buried, and rightfully so in a lot of ways. But I also think let, let's just take a breath on Tepper for a second. You know, I, I think he wasn't. I th- I thought he was too patient with Matt Rule. That guy should have been fired way before he was. He goes out and gets an offensive coach that we all thought, again, it was none of our first choice, but we were all like, all right, well, we're getting a quarterback. Before this year started, we had some expectations, and it didn't work, and he pulled the plug as soon as he decided it didn't work and he was worried about his quarterback. I'm concerned about the day-by-day you know, meddling that he does, but as a whole, I think he wants to win. And he's got to figure out how to do it, right? I think the moves he's making are at least showing he wants to win. Whether they're right or wrong, I I don't think it's a Dan Snyder situation. I don't think he's meddling like Jerry Jones. I just think everything's really bad right now, and it's been six straight years. I think that if we pump the brakes a little bit, <clears throat> he's got to get this higher right, which we said at last offseason, I know. But, you know, he's got to luck into one of these guys being good. You know what I mean? And being the right guy. So uh, I I think that when we look back at this, it'll be the wrong hire he made in Reich. But there's a much bigger picture right now. And it's he's got a fire fitter and he's got to hire a GM to come in and take control. That that's got to be the number one priority right now for David Tepper. Nobody clipped nobody clipped this and talked and compared to the Bucks. No chance making the playoffs. Hey, and then they won hey. the Super Bowl clip. You're, you're, scared, hey, you you're scaring what? me, Caleb, because you're making too many predictions here of positivity, hey. and I'm getting nervous that we're going to look back and be like, oh, no. I have decided that I know as much as anybody in that building knows, and I know as much. <laughs> half of my shit is crazy, and half of my stuff is right. You know what I mean? I mean, we all just throw shit against the wall, and we'll see what sticks. That's what we all do all the time. We all think Bryce was the guy at the beginning of the year. It, it just... You know, I was a C.J. Stroud guy, too, but I'm just saying in general, like, it, it is what it is. And I don't know. I I have a I have something I want us to do now, and who knows if that will turn out to be right, you know, but we'll just keep saying shit on this podcast till it turns out to be right. That's right. That's because every, si- every, 
Every single one of us thought we were going to be a playoff contender this year, and we aren't. So, like, what do, what do any of us know? We just don't get paid millions of dollars, and that's why we can criticize those guys over there. So that's kind of where I am with it. I'm, I'm so over it. I'm so over these guys sucking that I don't even know what to say anymore. All right, Quarter, you've been shaking your head. Let's hear the other side of it. I don't disagree with what Caleb said about getting a GM, but regardless of who they get, if Tepper continues to meddle, what does it matter? You know, seemingly everything I've heard is everybody wanted Stroud, Reich wanted Stroud, uh, everybody. That, But Tepper decided that that's not what he wanted. So whether that's true or not, I don't know. Um, they have to get the next hire right. But who wants? To, who's going to want to come here? Who are they going to? Who are they going to sway to come in here that has any kind of pool? So, you know, it's just hard to have any hope at, at this point right now. I, I'm in. I'm in the middle of both. I mean, I think we all at the beginning we thought it was Stroud. Then it, when we was basically concerned, you know, everybody thought it was Bryce. And even I mean, we thought if we trade up to two, we would have gotten Stroud. I just don't want to evaluate the. The Stroud and the Bryce yet because Bryce gets demolished every time he drops back, and I think we've just regressed so much everywhere that it's like, holy! I mean, we all thought everybody they were out there talking about Fritter. All we need to do is drop a quarterback in here, and we should be good. And then you dive more into it of our offensive linemen we had. We had the two, you know, the two injuries, but Bozeman has looked like garbage at center. I mean, and again, was our offensive line built to? Be this zone scheme? I guess not. Miles Sanders has looked like garbage. I mean, I think the reason, you know, Wright said that Deuce Staley was in charge of putting the running backs in it, he kept giving Miles touches, and it's like if he was nobody they didn't sign in the offseason, he would have been inactive from the, you know, after three or four games. Blackshear was, you know, making strides. Blackshear's a leading kickoff returner in the NFL. And they inactivate him against a team that didn't kick the ball at all in the battle of the back of the end zone. That could have helped. And he has a change of pace. I just, you know, I, the Josh McCallum was weird. Maybe it was because he was a Stroud guy. But I was just listening to that Steve Smith and Kyle Bailey podcast. And they were talking. They think it was more of a, there's too many cooks, right? We Everyone talked about how positive it was all these different years of experience. But it was almost like too many cooks in the kitchen and we never had a right philosophy and as they were talking about it, they said what it seemed that the pushback was is they wanted to integrate some more stuff in the offense, and Wright just kept pushing back saying, no, this is my offense, and this is how it's going to run it. He went down with his ship. He didn't sell anybody out. He took the high road when Tepper fired him. But you would have liked to see some kind of – I that was – I mean, that's one of the worst offenses we've seen since Jimmy Clausen was running at 2-14. I mean, that's, that's, that's rough. I mean, I didn't expect them to score any time they touched the ball. And, and I think the touchdown against the Cowboys and the Titans, there were both 15 or 17 play drives that had multiple third and fourth down conversions and penalties that kept the drives alive. I mean, when they had the ball, an act of God had to make them yeah. score. You know, and it was it was so bad. And there's just no way any NFL offense should look that bad the entire season. Right? Not, not, in, so, not in 2023 with the offenses that are going out now and with you, like you said, He's supposed to be an offensive guy. Like, rules offenses yeah. looked better with Joe Brady at some points than this offense has. It's crazy. Yeah, and you would expect this, like, at least one or two offense, some kind of change, you know, yep. whether it's RPOs mixed in or play action rollouts, whatever it is, or, or 
Ron Rivera, a la 2013, where he just started going for it. Some kind of change that had some kind of spark just never happened. It, it never happened. And the offensive line was dreadful. It just – it never felt like it was getting any closer. So, yeah. uh, like I said, Tepper, I think he had to – he, he he didn't need to show patience. He wasn't the right guy. Fire him. Admit your mistake. Because you know this is pie in the face for Tepper. Yeah. Like – this the press conference today was miserable. I was I was ready to come on tonight and really defend David Tepper until today, and today was miserable to watch. I mean, he didn't do a dang thing to to help his cause at all. And um, you know, I, I don't know if it was him or Panther PR that pulled him off so quick, but like I would like them to stay up there for thirty or forty five minutes and just kept answering questions. I know he's not going to say anything; he can't. But at least face the music a yeah. little bit. Yeah, that that's that's my biggest issue right there. Yeah. Like I get, and I, I was happy he fired right. Like I'm glad he didn't wait because he just hired him. But just he should have just ate it today. He yeah. fucked that up. And like yeah. he talks about wanting to be kind of like the common man, whatever. He didn't. He what he did in the press conference today just like made me not like him like even more. I and like you said earlier. You make mistakes, right? Like, and you were talk, talking about Jed York, right? Yep. Once he finally ate the pie, look at what they're fucking doing now. Yep. They're, I mean, San Fran's one of the best-run organizations in the league. So, I mean, I don't think Hope's all lost. I I mean, it just really feels like it right now, and I, I want to win now. It's been six years, right? <laughs> so it's like we as fans want it now. But I want to win next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm not I'm not expecting it, but right. I think – I think we'll be able to get a decent coach. Like, I mean, it's still an NFL job, and he's going to pay. Like, I don't think this is the, still the worst place. People still like Bryce. Like, I'm not giving yeah. up on Bryce. But I just wanted, I just wanted Tepper to sit there, field the tough questions. Like, I feel like he cherry-picked the questions today and just eat it, and he didn't do that. So that's why I'm even more pissed than yeah. I've been for the last however many weeks we've been playing. Yeah, because especially – I think we – Go ahead, Caleb. We've sat here like the we've sat here the last few years and be like, well, this is the lowest point in Panther history. <laughs> well, this is the lowest point in Panther history. Well, I think we're here right this week, and and I think it looks kind of doom, and I think it looks really bad. I mean, I mean, there's no doubt, like in terms of product on the field, this is the worst in history in terms of six straight years of losing and everything like that, and no first round pick next year. I, I'm still going to say. I, th- I agree with you, Jacob. I think the jury's still out on the Stroud and Bryce thing. Stroud looks incredible. Yeah. But would he look that incredible with this offensive line of weapons? Nope. I don't think so. Would L- Bryce look this bad in a Shanahan 49ers offense? No. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I still think there's 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 a few more years to go before we can judge all that. And that's why I don't care that we don't have a first-round pick next year. We chose Bryce. So we aren't going to take take a quarterback next year, anyways. So, we, it was it was the price of getting a quarterback. So now we have to find a way to make this guy work. And Frank wasn't it. So we fire Frank, and now you have to start with roster construction because obviously Fitter hasn't done that. And I've been a huge Fitter supporter. Like we've questioned it for the last couple of years. What's he done? What hasn't he done? But like, it, it's time now. It's over. time to get him out of here and I want Tepper to not write a blank check to Jim Harbaugh even though I want Jim Harbaugh to not write a blank check to Ben Johnson even though I want Ben Johnson 
write a blank check to Adam Peters, the, the assistant GM out in San Fran. He was the VP of personnel for the Broncos when they won the Super Bowl. 49ers have made him basically him and John Lynch equals out there. Go get that guy, bring him in here, turn over this roster and let Adam Peters go and hire Jim Harbaugh and give up control to Jim a little bit if he wants to, or go hire Ben Johnson, but put that in charge of Adam Peters. The, that is that is what David Tepper has to do. Yeah, like, I mean, he, he has got to identify somebody to to come in here and be a real general manager. The, the one thing he hasn't done yet is clean house on both head coach and GM yet, right? Like he's done the opposite right. every other time. So it seems like it, he dodged the question as we talked about from person uh, today when he asked about. I mean, Fitter Fitter wasn't there at the press conference. Neither was anybody else. So that that was interesting, and I think it it does him no good to fire him right now because it's like with six weeks left, it, it, the trade deadline's passed. He can't fuck too much shit up, you know. Just make the bottom of the roster moves, whatever it may be. But I I agree. I mean, it is time. Only thirteen of Fitter's twenty two picks are on the roster now. About all of the ones that they cut this past year, none of them are in the NFL. Brandon Smith, the third round. I mean, so it is kind of crazy that he hasn't hit on these. And then all his free agent. I mean, Thielen's doing Thielen things. He shouldn't be the number one option. No one else has lived. Sharp, to me, has been underwhelming as well. Like, you know, and I know the offensive line doesn't get a lot of space for him to get down there deep, but it just seems like everything, all the guys that have made big plays in this offense have been guys, Steven Sullivan, that star chan guy against Chicago, like, Guys, so you're like, who? Who's that? Even number 11, the guy we traded for from the Chiefs, the first play of the game or whatever, made that 22-yard, you know, uh, screen and run, which is they ran on fourth down. Shark doesn't want to get hit. He shouldn't have been the guy doing it. Give it to a guy who fucking wants to play, and hopefully we see that with Tabor coming out. And that's an issue, Jacob. It's three plays you just mentioned are all like 20 to 35 yard plays that every offense hits on every possession, but we're calling them our best plays of the season. Because when we gain, when, when we throw the ball and get a first down on one play, like if a play goes for longer than 10 yards, it feels massive yeah. right now. And the, and the depth on this team is just a joke. And I know there's been a ton of injuries, but it just feels like, I'll see a number out there and I'm like, who Always. is that? Always. You know what I mean? I'm like, but and, and, and to yeah. counter it though, you know, Evro had his ups and downs, but my man, I'll give him his credit. He's been playing with injuries all season, and yeah, they're at 100%. least playing, at least giving you a good game. Whereas we can use the injuries as an excuse on the offense, but Evro's figuring out. He's doing different things now. I am. I did hate how he was using Jeremy Chin at the you know beginning of the season. I felt like with all the injuries we talked about it, why not move him down in the box and let Luvu rush the passer some more. You know, whatever, it seems to be kind of a – that was a chin fit more into the Phil Snow defense or whatever. But that kind of sucked because we thought he'd have, he'd have a bigger role or whatever. But it is what it is. He's made it work. You know, the offense has it. But, man, it's a – I also think we talked about those big plays. What kills us and going through editing our reaction videos, that, that drive before halftime, we hit an eight yards to DJ Shark and it's second and two, Right. And then we can't we throw the ball the next two times and incomplete, incomplete. The Titans get the ball back, then they immediately go down and get a field goal. And it's like those those are the things that have killed us the most, right? As as the Panthers is like just the mismanagement of all right, it's, it's second and two. You gotta get this first down here to keep this drive up. At the very least, don't let the Titans get the ball back. 
to go down yeah. and get three. Because at that point, it would have been a 13 13 3 game or, instead of the 17 or whatever it was. And so I think that's what ultimately Frank, without his offense, it just he, it, nothing seemed to work but like one or two times. And we're lucky the Texans decided to lay an egg. I guess it must have been Julius Peppers yeah. and Muhammad showing up because then the next week they beat yeah. the damn Bengals and like. I, well, yeah. They just wanted to run the ball on us the whole time. Thank God. Yeah. But, I mean, Wright was just stuck in his ways, and it, it sounds like a lot of the reports are saying the same thing. Like, he wasn't really open to changing. And, like, I tweeted this. Like, coach's number one problem, I feel like, always, is basically being stubborn and not willing to make adjustments. Like, we've seen it here multiple times. Like, Ron was about to get canned. He finally started making adjustments. Yep. And boom, he took off. You know what I mean? And then in the Super Bowl, we made no adjustments, yep. and we lost when we shouldn't have. You yep. know what I mean? So if if he was unwilling to, like, change his style when it was so clear that it wasn't working, like, we can't score more than 10 points in a game. I mean, I guess I am happy that Tepper is not satisfied with that because, like, Michael Jordan would have probably kept him around for two more years, you know? So if, if there's one thing – to be positive about it is that I guess he he's trying right he does uh, what gives you more faith next year going into 2024 with Frank Reich and Scott Fitterer or to literally reset it yeah reset. You know, well, yeah and, and I don't think I, I don't think anybody once we hit one and eight real lot like thought Frank Wright was going to be here anymore right like there was right. I mean we yeah. talked about it like we all answered the question and I looked at it and I told you guys like there's no way if he's one game and, and you lose to the Bears you lose to the Colts and and the way they lost the Bears were like the 27th overall defense at that time and we couldn't put 10 points same with all these other teams or defenses that have looked like all of a sudden giving up 35 points a game I mean and then you're like the Colts. The Colts were giving up 35 points a game, and we couldn't muster any. All we had was a, a, a punt return touchdown. And to me, that was where it was like, holy, like those were the games you got to win if you want to stick around. Once I saw that, it was like there's no way. Because like now on top of the compound, and I think me and you tweeted, Caleb, now Tepper's got to go to these owner meetings, and they're all going to clown him. You traded all the way up, and now you're going to give it away? I know it doesn't you, – you're, you're cool with it. Whatever, but it still it still would bug me if I, my team should have the number one pick, and now I'm looking at Chicago having my pick at number one and their pick at four, getting Caleb Whoa. Williams and Marvin Harrison, and I'm sitting here going, "Damn, I got to overpay a T Higgins or whatever it is," and that may be and turn up being good, but it's a it's a tough pill to swallow. That's all the owners have. Billionaires have pride, right? They can all piss on how much money they have, but right now. Everybody else is laughing at David Tepper because they're like, hey, you you, you kind of forced your way to get Bryce, and you could have just started Corral and been in the same boat. Yep. Well, that, that was obviously a huge determinant factor in Tepper being pissed, I'm sure. But also, the entire organization shot themselves in the foot. Fitterer came out and said, we're not picking in the top ten again, so yeah. get, let's get rid of this pick. And the entire organization's message all summer was – we're going to fight for the NFC South. So, like, when all this doesn't come to fruition, then you uh, shoot yourself in the foot. I, I'll tell you what it is now. Now Bryce Young isn't just going to be compared. His career is not going to just be compared to C.J. Stroud. Now he has to be better than Caleb Williams and Drake May. Yeah. Right? Because now the Panthers could have had either of those guys. So, so but I do. Term, I am, you know – I like your spin zone earlier. I've already been spin zoned into my head so we don't go too crazy. Like, okay, well, at least we don't have to go through a rookie quarterback next year. 
And I've already started to, to spin zone. My brain is in Caleb. Uh, Drake May can't beat NC State. He can't. When is Drake May had a big moment that makes you go, "Hey, that guy looks like a crazy." When's Caleb Williams beating everybody? I got to spin zone this in my brain but to convince seven myself. Seven other guys. I, there's I, six, seven, eight guys. It don't matter. I know. Any of them could be better than Bryce. Hey, I'm just spin a quarter. I'm telling you now. I have to do this so I don't get so upset during watching this. The, one in seventeen <laughs> unfold that I'll be okay and convince myself we're all going to be okay. Imagine being the Chicago Bears, though. I mean, they had the number one pick last year, gave it away, and they're going to have the number one pick this year, and they still don't know if the quarterback they have is the right guy. Really? You really? know, so so like, I, imagine being a I Bears think they fan. Know. I think yes, they know now. I think they know after after Monday. I yep. mean, they can't they can't keep field. They're, they'll they trade him for a three and a four. They'll take Caleb Williams or May, and then they'll have Marvin Harrison at their pick or whoever else it is, wherever they end. I mean, they're kind of almost winning too much where they won't have one, too. I mean, they're at, what, four yeah. wins now. Uh, the, I mean, I, I'm still my positive mindset thinks we can squeak. Give me two two more wins and get us to three. The Patriots are, are sitting at two. They're not winning again. The Patriots want that one pick so bad. The Giants have won two now, or whatever. Like, and I don't. I think Kyler Murray. I know Caleb doesn't like Kyler, but I think Kyler Murray is going to squeak around and get him a couple more as well. If we can get to that pick three, I will not be as upset as. And I'm still not going to be as upset because I'm not sold on those two guys. I'm, I'm spin zoning myself into hey, what it is. But to me, the overall's got to be new GM, new coach, and it's got to be ready to rock. Let you know. I wouldn't care either if. Like, we did trade the number one pick. I just care that Bryce, like, we don't know on Bryce yet. Yeah. And obviously, a lot of, you're not going to know year one, but you at least see something, and and I don't think it's his fault at all. And I'm still 100% in on Bryce. Yeah. I think I think he can be fine if we do the right thing with the roster and whatnot. But it just sucks knowing we don't have the pick and we don't know if yes. Bryce is like a legit franchise quarterback. And I thought bringing in right, like I was happy with that. I wanted him over Wilkes. I didn't want, I really want Wilkes back at all. Uh, I was vocal about that because I didn't think Wilkes was good enough either. But bottom line is we don't know about Bryce. So you say, you know, if you want to undo your spin zone a little bit, <laughs> Bryce is basically going into his second rookie year, very similar <laughs> to Trevor Lawrence, you yeah. know, after his first year. Yeah. So I guess that could be a good spin zone there. Yeah. But yeah. we I mean, we got to do whatever it takes to get the pieces around Bryce to make sure he can be successful. And if yes. he doesn't pan yeah. out, whatever, like we'll suck again next year <laughs> and then we'll be able to draft a new one if he really sucks. But I'm, you got to put the piece around him. And I know this is an unfair comparison because the, their roster was so much better when they did it, but the 49ers traded up for Trey Lance yeah. just a couple yeah. years ago. And they're still, you know what I mean? I mean, like if if Bryce isn't the guy, it's going to hurt for a couple years, but like we'll find a guy. You know what I mean? I mean, it sucks. We want him to be the guy. And I, I'm still in on Bryce Young as well. We sat here when we were like, but, but here's, but here's the, here's the wild thing though about the Niners because they're such a fucking anomaly. Without fucking Purdy coming from God knows where, Iowa State, they would be getting. That that move gets so many people fired. The move trading up is about to get fucking uh, Fitterer fired and Wright fired because they're going to sit there. So I'm with you on that, and that's a good, like, okay, maybe it is. But we said that about, like, 
Oh, we drafted Christian McCaffrey, picking this early up. The, the Niners were just there. They took Bosa, they were at, and they went to the Super Bowl next year. We've got to get, the, as you said, the right GM, the right coach, because if not, we're just the Jets, the Browns, uh, the Lions of years ago, where we're just spinning tires doing the same and shit and, and trading, <laughs> you know, Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just it's it, it can get really bad if we don't actually face the reality of we're not the Niners, and that move should have fired Lynch and Shanahan. But Purdy came in, and they didn't know. If anybody knew who Purdy was going to be, he would have been a fourth-round, third-round pick, whatever it was. And if you flip-flop Purdy and put Purdy on the Panthers and Bryce over there, Purdy would be like fucking Matt Corral, right? Like, he'd be gone. Right, that's so, what I said. Yeah, right. Sam Darnold Sam Darnold could win him a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, like yeah. truly. Like, no, I don't think he's with Purdy. My point is that they went through three coaches in like 15 months or some crazy like that before they landed Shanahan. Right. And then, and then they landed Shanahan and it changed everything, you know? So going back to Tepper, he's at least admitting his mistakes and look, it's not our money. Who gives a shit how much money he's paying Matt Rowan Frank Reich right now? Who cares? Like, it's not our money. It's not going against the salary cap. Let Tepper's the one losing here. You know, we can only gain from Tepper doing this and, and cycling through coaches because what he's doing, what's happening right now on the football field isn't working. So I, I'm giving myself hope in that this no patience from David Tepper is going to help in the long run and follow that 49er footprint. Do I think that we're going to be the 49ers in four years? No, but I, I, I do think that the turnaround is possible. When Lovey Smith was coaching the Houston Texans last year, everybody thought that they were going to suck for 20 straight years. You know, it takes one good coach and one good quarterback to change everything. And hopefully we have this quarterback. If we can just get the right GM and coach in place and like we said last offseason, we were hoping it was right. It wasn't. So can it be this next guy that Tepper hires? Yeah, I just think we've done, like, the hope for so long, six years. It's almost turned into – like I am – like I said, I, I still think they can win a couple games. And then if they that pick goes to six, I mean, that's really all – I don't see them winning out. Uh, but I don't even care if we win another game. I, I, I don't care I, at all. I would, I, would, I would like to not hear the number one overall pick that we would have had – just that talk of discourse all the way up through April, all the way through the first round, all the way. I want to see Bryce. I, I want to see Bryce yeah. progress. Yes, I want to see him win a couple and that's of what I, Exactly. You know what I mean? that's, yeah. Just for yeah. Bryce's confidence, I would like him to, to have a couple more game-winning drives or at least a fucking blowout where it's good. a 24-3. Good. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I want to see him hit a 50-yard pass for a touchdown. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I mean, that's playmakers. Yeah. So, Jake. Out of the six games we have left, we got the Buccaneers twice, Saints and Falcons, Packers and Jaguars. <laughs> who, do, who who are we beating? Nobody. I think, I, we're not. I, I don't. We're not. We're not beating. We're not beating Jordan Love. I, I think we could win any yeah, division I, game left. I think any Who's division game. Points. I think we'll win one. Yeah, we'll win I, one of them. I think we could possibly win any divisional yes. game left. The Bucks. Baker Mayfield has come come back down to earth. Uh, he's got an ankle injury. He's going to be out to prove that we did him wrong. I think he throws gets us a couple, you know, a couple picks. Interim <clears throat> coaches since they've made their debut were like three and one on their on their first game back. I mean, you saw the Raiders with Antonio Pierce coming back. This Tabor guy. Every, I've seen nothing but good things 
Uh, Chris Long's podcast, he had his brother on when Tabor interims for the, the Bears during the COVID season. The guy brings juice. I think let's get what also killed me with Frank Wright. One, he looked like he aged 70 years from April till now. Two, I'm not saying you have to always be like passionate on the sidelines, but every time they showed him, it looked like he was like, fuck, why did I take this job? Like, I should have stayed retired. He was like, fuck, where's CJ Stroud? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I just hopefully you see Tabor on the sidelines. Anytime something's good happens, special teams, he's like up, jumping up and down. He's got juice. I'm hoping he's pulling out some trick plays. He's been sitting in his back pocket for this opportunity. He's got six six games to at least make something. Like so, now it's time. Like you're, you're, it's house money, right? Like you've already lost all but one. Now's the time to pull up some crazy reverses, do something. I know we talk about playmakers. I want to see at least some of those other guys get some opportunities over guy. I mean, I think it's time to let Mingo sit for a fucking game or two because I don't know if he. It knows what he's doing out there half the time. Yeah, um, who's coaching him? That's, I, that's what I want to know because yeah. th- I mean, just that side. And he's a rookie, right? But yeah. that sideline <laughs> play, man, is just like I think it's bright. He, I mean, Bryce, he jumped. All he had to do was just stand there and catch the ball. He like jumped out of bounds to catch it. It was weird. It was just the weirdest. That was one of the weirdest ways <laughs> to catch the ball I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, uh, it's oh. it's just frustrating. But like. I don't believe – I'll go back to Frank Wright and the Stroud thing. I find it hard to believe that us picking Bryce over Stroud was Frank Wright's problem because it would have been the same damn offense we were running with Bryce. Yeah. That is obviously what Frank Wright's problem is, and I don't think Stroud would do anything in this offense. He wouldn't do anything in this offense. And Houston wanted Bryce. Yeah. They all, it was, they all wanted Bryce. Yep. So I, I, I do think it's a lot of revisionist history – Houston just found the right coach, the right O-coordinator, and and drafted the right guy. I've seen zero facts that back up the fact that Frank Reich wanted Stroud and Tepper said no. You know what I mean? I've seen zero facts. I've seen people speculate, and I know it was speculated that Frank wanted him the whole time, but I've just seen zero facts, like – and I've seen it both ways. I, I've seen it that, no, Frank wanted Bryce and it was unanimous. I, and I've seen it that he wanted Stroud. So, like, how are we supposed to know? It's the same stuff with Fitter. How are we supposed to know? Did Rule have full control or did he make those picks? You know what I mean? It's just like it's all speculation. And I've seen it both ways so many times that I have no idea what's true. Yeah. I mean, we'll only know if he comes out with a biography in, like, what, 10, 15 years and finally says, no, I w-, or he goes on TV and says, no, I wish – I wanted to take Stroud. I don't think Wright's that kind of guy, right? He won't ever do it. He has his, she's had his chance to do it. But no, I I agree with, and that's why I'm not completely out on Bryce because, like you said, it is funny now, though, because of the clicks and everything that you're seeing so many of these people who had Bryce rated as the number one quarterback say, well, well, we should have went back. We always go to our intangibles, the, the height, the, the weight, the strength. And it's like, yeah, but like now you're saying that because CJ Stroud's blowing up, but like, if you had a chance to redraft Drew Brees, Brees sat for a year. Brees would have gone number one in that draft. He was the second quarterback chosen. So, like, I just think right now, and that's why, like, I think a lot of people are going to be, you know, eating crow come the time because it really seems like minus the injuries, knock on wood, that Tua had so early, it seems very eerily similar of how those people were killing the Dolphins for taking Tua over Herbert. 
And now Tua's an MVP and Herbert can't win a fucking close game because he's with the Chargers and that's what the Chargers do. So it's wild. And that's that's the, the day and age we're in where it's like one minute you're on top of the mountain, the next minute you're all the way at the bottom. And right now, the, the worst though is hopefully Bryce doesn't develop those bad habits to where he can't get out of them a David Carr scenario where it's just he's constantly yeah. getting punished and he just then that holds him back from a coach getting to him in whatever amount of years. So that's why it's key to get the right GM, coach, aligned, and personnel around, as we've all been talking about, in this next hire. If not, you're looking at David Carr, Zach Wilson, Darnold, one of those scenarios again. Baker Mayfield. Soon. What? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> What'd you say, Jesus? I said him being out of the league pretty oh, soon. I, I thought you were saying right I, I thought you said I gotta leave soon. I'm like, all right, man, <laughs> you do what you gotta do, brother. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm frustrated too, Jesus. I don't blame you for leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we gotta get, we just gotta get him actual real pieces. Like our receiving core sucks. Yeah, like worst I mean, in the league. Can't judge him. You can't judge him. O line and receiving core are probably both the worst in the league, right? Yeah. Like, so. Can't judge him. And I think we have to be careful, too, because <clears throat> Bryce Young's never going to have the intangibles, as you just said, of C.J. Stroud or Patrick Mahomes. He's never going to have that arm strength. But, you know, we drafted him number one overall <laughs> for his brain. You know what I mean? I mean, truly. Like, yeah, the no, guys, you're right. The guy's, sound, a, <laughs> no, <it doesn't, laughs> the guy's a genius. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like – you got to play to his strengths. You got to have a coach that's willing to play for his strengths to his strengths. And he could be a Drew Brees. That's what, that's what we want him to be. And so I I think we just CJ Stroud will always have the highlight, but as long as Bryce Young is making smart plays and winning football games, eventually that's all that's going to matter. Yeah. Right. CJ Stroud and Bryce Young both still have zero playoff wins. Like that, you know, that's what I will measure them on as we go. Forward. I love the spin zone, baby. Keep it going. I love that. I love that. That's it. You got to keep cooking while you can. Zero playoff oh, wins. That's right. I like it. I like it. I, I mean, it's true though. I know. I know. I know. We had, they didn't even yeah, get they to haven't yet. even had a playoff. They're not eligible at all. But I like that stat. That's a great one. That's hey, a great one. Yeah, I like hey, it. And RG three looked like the next MVP. I agree. His Listen here, and the and the dude willed himself yes. into every stadium he went into from there on yep. out. Like. Thank like, you, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, no. Listen, I, I had this. I had the conversation with a guy at work today. Same thing. Like, I, I'm glad nothing against Stroud. And and uh, when that when the MVP talk came up two weeks ago, I was like, Yo, what? This is clickbait city. Like, I know he's playing so good, but come on, guys. Like, let's stop. And I know he again had another 300 yard passing game, but it is a long career. It is a long season. We'll see once. People get more tape. If he does end up having, and right now they they haven't come across too many. They're coaching that schemed up for some of those injuries on their offensive line, and they've helped him out. And they've had some over, you know, de- players develop faster than they. Tank Dell. Yeah, Tank, Tank Dell came out. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Their draft picks are hitting. Nico Collins, the guy, they have receivers that can get separation that are helping the quarterback on top of calling the plays, which brings it up to that that Texans offensive coordinator. That might be a guy I think you'd like to bring in, at least to hear how is he, you know, how would he develop, you know, Bryce, you know, and, and get that going. Say what? Yes, and a hand disciple. Yes, he is. He is. He yes. is. And, and guess what? I'm sure he did a lot of Bryce Young research leading yeah. up to the draft last year. He wanted. I, I, listen, guys, I'm not a. I'm not a young hater. I think he's good. 
but he's like anybody. He's got to have talent around him. He's yeah. got to have people that he can get the ball to. That he's always had it. He's yep. was at Matter Day. He was at Alabama. He's always had great players. So if he gets that, he should be fine. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but Stroud is a top five quarterback. I mean, I think right now. I got to class, yeah. Ooh, I gotta run through my people real quick. We well now that Burrow's out. Uh, Herbert can't win. Herbert can't I'm still win. Taking, yeah, but that's because they have horrible fucking coaching. I take <laughs> Herbert over Stroud all day. If we're talking, <laughs> if we're talking players, I take, yes. Herbert, I take Herbert over Tua. I mean, look okay. at I, I, mean, I, I also think core is trash right now with all their injuries. Like I don't, I'm a big Herbert guy. I still think he's. I I still probably take Trevor over Stroud too. I mean, it's there's a lot of like instant. Let's just, I, I am down for the wait and see. I didn't think yeah. I'd be the one that starts being like, all right, uh, maybe <laughs> maybe we have some hope and maybe everything's not as bad as it seems. But I'm starting to feel that way now. Caleb's <laughs> talked me off the ledge. <laughs> look, look. I think I'm as there's going to be too many of y'all on the ledge. It's still going to fall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I've been I've been the most optimistic person the last six years every year yep. so i'm just tired of being optimistic yep. maybe that's agreed. Just a fault of my <laughs> agreed. own agreed like i'm, I'm a, not be optimistic anymore and just let it happen yep not as anyone i'm as mad as anyone and i'm over losing as much as anyone like i i am over it and i refuse to let myself get excited regardless of who they hire i, re, I regard i refuse to ha, have a playoff conversation on this podcast come well, say not not the guy who uh against the dallas cowboys put on his instagram story great day for an upset no yeah <laughs> Give me four bloody, give me four bloody Marys. I'll say you know, hey. but, 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 like, I'm as mad as anybody. But I, I also am pissed off. I have a brother-in-law who has season tickets, sells them every week, and doesn't watch them anymore. Like I refuse to be that guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. guess what? It's it's gonna feel damn good when this team wins the Super Bowl in 20 years because we were here in the bad times. We sat through it all. And like I refuse to. to oh, if I make it twenty years. And here's another newsflash: David Tepper's not going anywhere, so we have to learn to live with him and be okay with his style. You know, let's hope he evolves. Let's hope he gets better. And guess what? He did the right thing firing Ron Rivera. He did the wrong thing hiring Matt Rule, even though I liked it. But he did the right thing firing him, even though it was too late. He did the wrong thing hiring Frank Wright, but I thought it was the right thing at the time. And he did a good job firing him yesterday because he should have been fired. So, like, Just fire one, of these, now. Yeah. one of these is going to hit. One of these is going to hit, and it's going to be fine. Like that, it's just got it. Like the the, the laws of averages. Like it can't hit get, on black another time. Yeah, I mean Houston. Yeah, exactly. Houston, Houston did fuck up for years too. I mean, everyone hated that owner. They're saying he was a racist. Uh, he's letting the quarterback get his thing he's whacked around and showing everything. He, he, like, <laughs> he was the worst owner in football, and nobody's talking about him anymore. You yep. know what I mean? I mean, it's just and they're loving on him. Yes, I mean, but then crazy. I also just also think about Dan Snyder and what has Washington done? And yeah, but he was a piece of shit like person too. Like Pepper hasn't done anything. I I did hear he doesn't really tip though. That's Ooh. a 
that's mm. a downer. Mm. But that's I, I mean, that's also why he's got all that money. So. Yeah. Yeah, right. you stay rich by, by spending other people's money. That's, That's why right. all that money. That is true. But, I mean, I, I, I do think the Daniel Snyder comparisons are ridiculous. Like, Daniel Snyder was legitimately committing fraud, like, outside of everything. So, and doing, like, sexual shit, you know. So, are we all? He's not a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, but. I, 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 I mean, it, it took the Eagles. Fifty some years to win. Yeah, like, yeah, right, you, right. yeah. You said twenty years. You want to talk about the... a lot of those years, though? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. totally. I want to be a competitive franchise. That's all I, I want to have a consistent winner. Well, but guess what? To be a consistent winner, you fire a coach when he knows when you yeah. know it's not right. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what David Tepper did. At least he's trying. Like he wants to win. You know? I, yeah, I think he's trying too much. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to let and, people do their jobs. That's all. And I agree. And I, I agree. That's fair. I heard I a story about the, the, the deal with the Bears and the Texans. They talked about they had a three-way. It didn't Ooh. work out. And he got jumpy because he wanted that pick. And I think that's maybe from his stock years, maybe that's something he's got to work on with just either having a GM that can handle it or just stepping back because I didn't care which quarterback that they took. I thought any of the three would have worked out. I, I was I agree. less less. What 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 can we pay the least to get one of those guys? And I think we would have been fine. So if he can handle that, you know, get back on that, I think he'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, agree. Like, how many other teams owners are going around to pro days, right? Like, and their wives, and going to every single thing and parading yeah. it around. So, like, to me, the optics are as we've said is he can sit here and tell you all day. Oh, it was a unanimous decision taking Bryce, but we all know we all have bosses. If they're saying one thing, you know where to toe that line of I don't want to be the standalone guy to say CJ Stroud. If this is what the billionaire wants who signed on my checks, sure, man, let's go take that guy. Like it is what it is, yeah. and we'll ride it out. No one could no one could have predicted one in ten, right? Like that wasn't where we were anybody's head was thinking. I mean, no. I didn't think I don't it, know. when they signed Hayden Hurst, I was like, eh. that that's true. Well, that it nothing's <laughs> nothing's really fucking nothing's fucking worked out. Hey, so two things from what you just said, Jacob. If Frank Reich was that convicted on CJ Stroud that he was scared to stand up for David Tepper, I didn't want that guy anywhere near this franchise anyways. If he was that should, convicted on should, CJ Stroud, and that, but that's and that's where I'm at like that should have been a somewhat figure that out during the interview process. And I think that's, that's what I think. I think it's bullshit. Yeah. I think it's bullshit. The, the, well, bamboo, the, the bamboozlement yeah. of the whole process of, and that's what I guess gets me most upset is like Frank coming in talking about, oh, he sat and thought about all this time of what he should have, what he would have done differently. And then it doesn't look like he learned anything, right? I guess that's just the human yeah. nature. If you can, it you like can, he was thinking about that at all. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he just went right back to running the Colts' offense that couldn't get separation, and why he got fired. And he literally got fired for the same exact stuff. But you know, they went three, five, and one. Now they're one and ten. So I guess that's it. And like you said, yes, we can look. We can look at it positively. He made the decision. I don't think it was the right one because he said there were supposed to be improvements. The offenses look the same the whole the whole year at one and ten. It hasn't gotten. Maybe we hopefully. That's why I, thinking back to Steve Wilkes, he went six and six. At least we got some wins out of it. Had a little bit of excitement. I'm hoping Tabor can do the same thing. Get us a couple wins. Jeeves brought it up earlier about hey, how many? 
the divisional games, nobody looks great. I think you can, like, we almost beat the Falcons. If Miles Sanders doesn't fucking fumble it on that drive, we go down and, and we're leading then. The way our defense is playing. Too. Yeah, Rit- Ritter looks like asshole. I mean, and fucking, and Derek Carr looks terrible as well. So those could be wild. I'm not worried about Jordan Love and the Packers. I mean, he's been dicing up lately. But, again, we the defense is keeping it in. I just want to see the offense squeak out some wins and show some progress. So, I, I, One more thing. You mentioned Nicole Tepper at the Pro Days. If Nicole Tepper or Christy Coleman is in an interview room with any of these coaches and has a vote on who these fucking coaches are, again, it's a joke. Yeah. Like, I don't – Well, hey, the, she's going to be. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to say – Look, Nicole Tepper has a right, okay? She married. She's legally allowed to be there. But Christy Coleman, like, why is she in a room? What what kind of – like, why did – I'm sorry, and I I know how that sounds, but why the hell is she helping make a decision like that? I agree. I agree. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. And it's not serious football. That's why – David Tepper's going to be there, and he's going to have to sign off on this, yeah. just like he had to sign off on the tr- trading the number one. Yep. He's going to have to sign off on the coach. But you've got to hire somebody that can go make – and if it's a firm, it's a firm. But I would love for it to be a football person who's going to come in and be your general manager to go hire a fucking coach and not you, your wife, and the president of your entertainment company yep. that has no football knowledge yep. whatsoever. But Frank Reich's a good dude, and he's a good family man. I don't give a fuck, man. And meatball, remember, the, the meatballs are what run one over Rule. Rule's yeah. wife's meatballs brought out at that fucking million-dollar mansion that, he, that they had won him over. So I agree. That's why... In essence, you want somebody to push back, but is, is Tepper going to be able to hire somebody like a Harbaugh, like an Adam Peters, who will go head-to-head? Because ultimately, David Tepper wants to be Jerry Jones and be standing at the Super Bowl podium and get to hold the Super Bowl trophy first because he wants to say, I did it. He doesn't want to just say, I wrote the checks. He wants to say, no, I did it. And I don't know if he's gotten to that point yet to where he can take a step back and be like, you know what, let me just sign checks and keep it moving. And that's where I'm worried. I still have the hope because I'm always going to have some kind of hope with with being a fan. I don't think he'll move the team because where else is he going to fucking go to move the team? St. Louis has already kicked the team out. Oakland's kicked the team out. He's not. They're not going over to the pond as much as they keep talking about it. I can't see a team being over there in, in, in the U.K. at all. It'll just be more of a once a week instead of five games out of the year that they'll do. So I don't and, and with Charlotte SC now, what's he, I mean, unless he tears the stadium down and builds a smaller one, I just doesn't seem logical. But I just he hope move them. I don't care. We talk yeah, yeah that you could I, move I, them, but I just want to see him progress. And like you, we we brought up earlier, who's going to come here? I think people will come here, but it's got to be some young coordinator. I think or Harbaugh. I'll take Harbaugh because he has proven success. But I think the Bears may go after Harbaugh as well because. He played there for a good little bit. He's still it's still closer to where he grew up. Where if he went to college, I think he's done at Michigan just with all the shenanigans. Unless they win a championship, I don't know. But it'll be an interesting process, and I hope it's not just him and Nicole Tepper interviewing these guys because that that to me just sounds like whoever's going to sly and talk to them the sweetest is going to get the deal. Yeah, I mean it. It starts with the GM. I want yeah. the GM doing it. Like yeah. I want, I want, I want the scouting department clean. I want GM bringing in whoever he wants, and that goes with. Obviously, Tepper is gonna have to say yes or no, which he should. I mean, which I would. Hell, 
if I was the owner, I'd want to be at everything too. But I hope, I pray, and that's why the press conference pissed me off. I'm not sure, like you just said, he's ready to do that. But I, I'd like to think he, he really does want to win that bad, that he will do that. Because that's the, I mean, that's his only option now. He's done everything else, right? So he has to turn it over and let someone else do it. I mean, he really does. He has yet to hire a serious GM candidate yeah, for yeah, this but... team. He hired Scott Fitterer because Matt Rule, he was the only one that was willing to come in and give Matt Rule control. Yeah. And that's why Adam Peters pulled out of the race. The guy from the Colts pulled out of the race. The two like main candidates pulled out of contention. So we settled on Scott Fitterer. And I like Scott and I like some of the stuff he's done, but he wasn't a serious GM candidate. And there's a reason why. And it's freaking time to get serious. Hire yeah. somebody who knows more football than anybody else in that building. Yeah. And I'm, like I said, that's to me will be the next determining factor in how I feel about Tepper is where does he go? Is it, like you said, is it another guy where five of the top guys say, no, I don't want to do it because Tepper's saying, well, you still got to report to me and I have to sign off on every move. And I get that to an extent, but as the owner, you should be complete confidence in your GM to go, okay, you make the moves you know, he he was the one who signed off on the whole Cam debacle when that all happened, and then going to Teddy Bridgewater. So like, he it still starts at him and, and allowing that stuff. But like you said, get a serious football person in there who's going to come in and, and surround Bryce with that talent, so we can in these next two years have an honest evaluation and know if he's actually a legit starting quarterback. If not, we're just going to be spinning around tires again, talking about who are we trading for next, or who are we trading up to get, who are we doing this. So I, that to me, the next move will be, is it somebody that can tell Tepper, no, I'm going to do it this way, and will Tepper hire that person? Yeah, and the only way I'd be okay with that not happening is if Harbaugh came here and said he wanted control of the roster. You know, because I think Harbaugh has that personality that can come in and demand respect from Tepper and tell Tepper no from the beginning. I'd rather be Peters, and then Peters goes to Harbaugh and says, let's work together. I'd rather it be that chain of command, but like, if it, if it, what, you know, nah. what about old uh, Belichick? No, me, we don't have. I a mean, pick. I agree. He, he definitely could tell Tepper no, right? Like, and I that doesn't that just seem like a damn Tepper move yep. to like just go get. Oh, it definitely does. He's, oh, he's scary. He was in. I mean, with, I, he was in with I Sean Payton. I just don't think we'd have enough to offer, right? Like, we don't have. If we had that first round pick this year. And it was one overall or whatever, or top 15 or something, maybe. But I think we've already seen everything. I think Washington is going to put a huge press on it. He's from that area. I think I think Chargers. him going to – Yeah, the Chargers. I, I actually think Ben Johnson may end up go, be going to the Chargers. You know, he's, he'll have that veteran-established quarterback or whatever it may be. But, yeah, Chargers they're, – they're, they're going to score 60 points a game with Ben Johnson. The Chargers will. It's very possible. I mean, I – I like I like Kellen Moore. I still think Kellen Moore is solid. Coach. Well, see, I don't know. I don't know if I want him as a head coach, but he was apparently second or third in the running last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and well, for and us, the scary thing is we might not like you were saying earlier. I mean, there there might be up to ten jobs open, right? Yeah. Like, so there is a good chance we're not going to be able to get at any of the top candidates. You know who my That's night, why the GM you know what, is so important. The nightmare nightmare scenario is. Bill O'Brien. 
thought you were going to say Ron Rivera. <laughs> Josh McDaniels. See what the Hornets did. Yeah, uh, I, I, Josh, I, Josh I, McDaniels is scary. Yeah, too. but that there's no way you can there's no way you can go down that road again. Rivera. It's funny because my my sister's boyfriend in the group chat was like, "Oh yeah, y'all signed Rivera back and you know da da da." And I was like, "Oh, you got jokes," but I just can't see that would be wild because the Hornets did it. That would be another. One would be Bill O'Brien because Bill O'Brien coached fucking Bryce at Alabama and they got along real well. And I'm like, oh god, like this could be terrible. Two would be Rivera coming back, but I just I think Rivera might take a year off after this scenario and just you know chill. But those would be two top like oh no, and McDaniel's is up there too. I didn't even think about that because I figured he'd be long gone out of the NFL yeah. after this latest debacle. But I, I really hope it is a young guy that at least can you know gel with Bryce and they can grow into it. The Texans OC, the Lions OC, even the Eagles offensive coordinator who's got Hurts out there playing MVP level, one of those guys. So it sounds like that's who Wilkes wanted too as his OC until the Eagles promoted him from QB coach to OC so they couldn't get him if Wilkes was going to take the job. But, yeah, I don't know, man. That just it, – it, uh, it could go very bad if you said, like you said, all these jobs are open and those guys go other places. And he panics again because I think Frank Wright was kind of a panic hire as well. Once Ben Johnson said no, it was like, oh, crap, oh, crap. Like, And Kellen Moore took the job with the Chargers and it was like, well, let's go get this guy because he pitched a good bring in all these veterans kind of thing. I don't know. What about uh, McDermott if he got canned? Ooh, I can't see him going defense again, right? Cause like, yeah, but it's like we just went offense. So yeah. it's like, I, but we went old, we went old offense. Alpha. We went old offense. We, we went real old. Yeah, sixty-two-year-old. We yeah, so I, I can't believe we're fucking talking about this. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Get used to it. Yep. Get used three, to it. Exactly. In three years. Yeah, I'm uh, so tired of it. I yeah. My my, I, uh, my my list is two. It's Ben Johnson and John Har or Jim Harbaugh. I also agree. I don't think we're getting uh Ben Johnson, I think he'll go somewhere else. I think he's I gonna think be on the top Harbaugh. of everybody's list. I think Harbaugh would go to us or Chicago. I agree Chicago's yeah. a, a but uh, the reports are he was calling Tepper last year yeah. for an interview. I so, think we have a chance at Harbaugh. I yes. really do. And, and, and I think if he wants to cheat, I'm down for that too. Anything for wins, baby. That's right. All right. Uh, I'll film. Yeah. I'll throw him away. What after it, Let me know. I, I think Ben Johnson is kind of a far-fetched thing for us with all the jobs that are going to be open. So, like, Harbaugh is almost my number one. Just go do yeah. it. And, 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 like, get a strong personality in here. Change the freaking culture. This, yeah. There is no culture. Yeah. There's no, no – going, going to games suck. Like, the, the atmosphere oh, sucks. The team's boring. There's not a single – other than Derek Brown, I don't think there's a single player on this roster that I care about. Bryce, of course, yeah. but like, but like, I don't think a single person on this team cares about the city. I don't think a single person cares about the fans. Like, I just don't care about any of them except maybe Derek Brown. The rest of them can go. We need to. We need to. Re, yeah, we need to just trade Burns. Resign. Make sure we ex- sign Derek Brown before it gets into. If that dude ask, is asking for thirty million dollars a year to do what he's doing this year, like, uh, yeah, well, like he's, I mean, he's got six sacks. Well, I think that's like, what the the thing too, and not trading him away. You were saying, well, we were going to use that money and, and spend it on him, and, and not having it. That's come, you know. Now you're just 
you've got more things to do now at the end of the year than you did before, right? Like, if you had assigned Burns, you could go, okay, at least he's locked up. If you trade him away, you're like, okay, we got to go look for a piece. We would have had a pick in the first round. It would have been the one overall, but it would have been something wherever the Rams ended up. But, you know, that's that's hindsight. It is what it is. Yeah, just a cluster. And I think I think it is a, a clean house sweep. But the, to bring to the point, isn't it, like, similar to when the Broncos fired their head coach – they, you still have the rights to all those assistants, right? They're still under contract. So Evero could still stay. Thomas Brown could still stay, depending on who comes in. That, to me, will be interesting. Because it seems like, I mean, he kept around Tabor and uh, Mascal, all of its a line coach from last year. And Clean then out. remember when uh, Sean Payton let Evero go because he wanted to bring Vic Fangio in or whoever it was. And he let – so it would be interesting to see – if he, you know, you can release those contracts once you make the hire. I guess you would. That's a smart thing to do. Because why would you cut them all, especially with the job Evero's done, unless he goes and gets a head coaching gig? And I think he might. I mean, yeah. Evero. I mean, he's been great considering the hodgepodge players we're putting out there. But yeah. I just don't think. I think there's a reason we didn't make him interim either because they didn't well, want. No. They didn't want the Wilkes situation yes. happening yeah. again. No, they didn't want to go. But, yeah, they didn't want to give the black man the head coaching job. It. And yeah. No, not that. Oh, I I absolutely think it was the bad look of let of if you put him up, you would have done the same exact thing because he wasn't going to get the job anyway. Again, I think it's you're eerily similar. So give it to the Tabor Tabor guy. I mean, they're never going to say that, but to me, the optics of last year. But you could be missing out on your guy. We're yeah. talking about getting your guy. He could actually be in the building, and we don't know because they haven't let them. Evero shine. Yeah, he's been him and Derek Brown have been the only thing that have shine this year. Yeah. Yeah. So give him a shot. Like you said, he's not going to hire him. I, yeah, but I mean, what are we doing on offense this year anyway? We're not. Nothing. No. We're not doing anything. So I, he's not going to get it. Yeah. He's 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 really not getting a, wouldn't get a fair shot, and that's why they put. Yes. I mean, you're right. Well, they put Tabor up there to be chopped off easy. Yeah, know? and I also think <laughs> Tabor's been around longer, and he can now the offensive guys stay the same. Brown goes back to calling plays. They got rid of some of the chefs in the kitchen, and they can just solely focus on the offense, right? And then Tabor can just be that middleman because he's a special teams, and the defense can solely focus on that. And he can just, as he said today in his press conference, I'm just here to make sure people are doing their jobs, and I'm just a manager of it. So that's – I thought it was a pretty good – he didn't say a lot, but everything I keep seeing from him, he seems like a good guy. People love playing for him. So I'm hoping to see some more excitement out of guys playing. Caleb, what you got? I know you was ready to jump in. No, I was just going to say I agree. I think Tepper's not an idiot, and that's why he wasn't going to put Evero or Thomas Brown in that position because yep. he was just going to set him own, his own self up for failure. And it, part of me is also like he knows that putting Evero or Thomas Brown in there is going to make them both look bad. Yeah. And yeah. A, a part of me part of me thinks Frank Wright took the play calling over again three weeks ago from Thomas Brown because he knew how bad he was making Thomas Brown look. You know? <laughs> I agree. So, so, I agree. So, so, like, people were like, ah, oh, give that guy three weeks. If he was white, he would have been there for, like, forever. And I was like, well, the truth is, is, like, he probably did him a solid because he was yeah. looking – the offense was looking terrible. I so think like, it also, like, earlier on, I think they wanted – the whole thing was they were going to mesh these two concepts, right? The L.A. – the Ram system with whatever Wright brought – and Wright seemed to just not want to mesh those two together. And that's why I think he also took it back. I think Brown, maybe we actually see something. I'm hoping we see something. Yeah, something creative. Something creative. Because now the, the, 
you know, the constraints are held yep. from Brown can kind of open up his playbook and not have to worry about Frank being like, well, why'd you run that play? Why'd you do this? Maybe. Maybe somebody will go in motion pre-snap. Maybe. God. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> well, also, uh, like, th- we have all these guys who can't get open. So, like, why aren't we running them in motion? Yep. Help them. Yep. Help and to help Bryce see the defense, yeah. like it just so so it's interesting. It, if you get a chance concept. to go listen to that Steve Smith podcast he did, they were talking about there was the pushback too between I don't know how they didn't figure this out in training camp or OTS. Bryce likes to hear the play call in his helmet, and so he can say it again. They wanted him to wear a wristband. That was those early on in the season. The, it, the reason we were getting the plays were coming down is because that was like a disconnect where he wasn't used to using the wristband or whatever it was. And then they brought up they also weren't using motion more, but there's still history with the, the Colts of Frank not running it was because the the plays were coming in so late that it didn't have – Bryce had, didn't have this sense of urgency. And they're like, well, why weren't the coaches teaching? And they were trying to like tell him, you got to have sense of urgency so you can get to the line with 15 seconds to put those players in motion because they weren't having it. And I was like, it just sounds like a coaching thing of them not figuring out what they wanted to do with Bryce and putting too much on his plate of – and not realizing, let's do the simple thing of putting in motion and tell him early on, like, because he's, you know, Bryce is such a cool, calm, collected guy. You've also, he tries not to get too high, too low. But it was interesting listening to what Steve Smith and Kyle Bailey and Cameron Wolf were talking about of the things they've been hearing coming out of the building of what kind of has caused this offense to just look horrendous when you've had the number one overall draft pick. So, looks like a high school offense. I mean, I mean it's, it's just I mean, a mess. Yeah. It's yeah. been horrible. Yeah. So, I mean, the last just six years, it's just been a jumbled mess, man. All right. They just need some stability. Yes, and hopefully they get it, hit the reset button. Let's go. Jeeves brought it up. We've got six games left. Out of those six games, everyone make a prediction of just that six-game record. What do you think, you know, three and three, you know, four and two, two and four, what's it going to be just just for shits and giggles because we're here. This is all we've got. Panther wise, we got another year no playoffs. So until then, one and five. Wow, and we'll beat a we'll beat a division opponent. I was gonna say one and five, but just to change it up, I'll go two and four. I'll go one and five, like Adam. Zero oh and six, unless they change something up. <laughs> if they do, they could win three. Yeah, zero oh and six. Yeah, I, but I, oh, and six, six is, is most likely. What looks yeah, it the is. most likely right now. <laughs> yeah. It I, is. That's the smartest bet right there. Yeah. Oh, uh, I just can't. How many will we cover? Well, yeah. <laughs> most. <laughs> I really think this is going to shake up. You know, a firing usually gets people to, a little bit of fire into people's ass, right? Like, like you said, it, Tabor said his thing. What you want to do? Like, how do you convince grown men what they these last two? This is your resume. These last six weeks are a lot of these players' resumes and putting on tape of what they're – if they're either, and coaches' resumes too if you want to keep a job and go somewhere else. I mean, like I said, I think I think three and three is just me being over. If I want to be really optimistic, I'm going four and two, the only two losses, Jaguars, Packers, <laughs> and we run the dice and just throw it all off on, off on people, but – I you know I still think they're gonna shake a couple games up and you're gonna be surprised because the Bucks none of the NFC South teams look great to me and they've all had very good days no. and very bad days so it's not, it's not yeah. about surprise it's just they can't move the ball so yeah. it don't matter 
what else you do? No matter how good the defense plays, you can't have a a touchdown. Yeah, can't score. We have a lot of seventeen plus plays, but we can't score a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So, I I think it's I think it's going to be a a little bit better. I don't think it is going to be as bad as we've seen. I'm going three and three, but if they go four and two, just you crazy. I hey, I'm just I'm just I'm just I've been. I've been optimistic more on these game days than a lot of other people. It's bitten me in the ass. Come pick them time. I'm I'm very at the I bottom. Pick them no more. But uh, you know, hey, if they go three and three down the stretch, playoffs are back on for next year, baby. <laughs> See, look at you, look at you, look at you. There you go. I don't want to do. I mean, that. I'm just I'm playing. Wilkes, Wilkes went six and six in his stretch, five hundred. I, I think Tabor can get it going, and three and three sounds, you know. Somewhat realistic, somewhat people playing with fire. This first game, to me, again, uh, you know, away at Tampa, we'll, we'll see a lot of how Tabor can rally these guys up because, I mean, the Colts just put a good little beat down on them, and Baker's got a hurt ankle, so I don't know, man. It's just, it's right there for one of those. If you were a better gambler, it might be right time. there for Mike Evans to demolish us. Yeah, hey, y'all, Caleb, Caleb's ball. favorite player is coming back this week, J.C. Horn. So it's going to be a turnaround of the century. Can't there wait to see him for a quarter. Right. Can't wait to see him for a quarter. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that, that's optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> who, uh, who gets hurt first, him or Dante Jackson? Weirdly enough, though, to your poor point quarter, and I could be, you know, eating crow come Sunday after Sunday evening. I mean, besides Justin Jefferson, and he got those two touchdowns, I mean, C.D. Lamb kind of was quiet. The, the defense, weirdly, I mean, De- DeAndre Hopkins was quiet. But what does C.D. Lamb well, yeah. do? No, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is, like, Mike. Run it down our throats. We, we, sh- we stopped. I mean, Henry rushed for 60. Yeah, well, he scored. Yeah, we got a defense that's okay. Yeah. You know, no, I'm just saying Mike Evans. Right. Mike Evans doesn't scare me as much with Baker Mayfield as it did with Tom Brady. He could go for three pounds and one seventy six, no problem. Like. One seventy six. <laughs> wow. Hey, we I don't mean, have we, 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 as long hey, as long as Henderson stays in the concussion protocol. I'm okay with that because he he is <laughs> Henderson. Stay put put Jamerson or whoever else is out there that actually wants to play football and tackle, but. Oh, they, they've seemed to somewhat shut some of the stars down when it's come to it. I mean, so, I don't know. Yeah, they, they could win every game 7-4 to four or, seven you know. 7-4, that'd be wild. Like, like well, that's what to, they got to hope for. Score got me. Yeah. Half the, half, half the stars aren't playing in the fourth quarter. <laughs> hey, hey. The, the the NC State just lost by 22 to Ole Miss in basketball. So we'll just keep this train rolling in my hey. sports life. All right. All right. Hey, I, I, that's the one thing. I got UConn basketball. So right now, that's, that's what's I'll, getting I'll you be through. wearing that hat. Yeah, I'll, I'll be wearing that hat next time. All right. Now, Quarter, who do you think is we, – we've heard everybody else talk about who they want coach-wise. Who's on your list I don't know if, to be honest, if I have a list because okay. there's, it's like, you've got Bryce, you've got Derek Brown. That like, what else do you have? So we have to form around them. Like Caleb said, got to have a GM, and Tepper's got to not meddle. Obviously, I want an offensive guy. I want I want somebody who's gonna throw the ball around and. Greg Olson. 
Greg Olson, he's interesting. Yeah, shit. Don't make me. I don't want to have to like hate Greg Olson, man. That would just be. That would just suck so bad. Give it to him and Kinkley. Yeah. (laughs) At least with D'Amico Ryan, he was coaching for years and years before he got his. But yeah, yeah. All right. So no list. You just yeah. Positive draft. I mean, I think Harbaugh would do a good job. Yeah. I think he would be a good one. Yeah, Ben Johnson, but I don't think – again, I don't – I'm worried that we can't get anybody. Yeah. Not because he won't pay, but just what do you have? What do you, so what are, what are you we know? thinking then? Chargers probably need a, a, a new coach. Who else? Chargers, Patriots, Redskins, or Commanders, uh, Raiders, uh, Chicago will need one. So that's what, that was six? Uh, maybe Tampa, maybe mm. New Orleans. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Maybe if the Cowboys if the Cowboys lose in the wild card round, the Cowboys may need one. Okay. Yeah, maybe, you're right. Maybe Jets. Maybe the Jets. Pretty good, uh, there's too many good teams out there that all those coaches can go to. Don't want to come here. Is Dayball safe with the Giants? I saw the report that they yeah, said, they yeah, just won like, two fucking games with Devito, a fucking uh, whatever his name is out there. He's safe. <laughs> We can't we can't win fucking three games with a first round pick and they're winning a fucking caricature out there, man. It's unfucking real. Yeah. They got the cast of Jersey Shore out there. Yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Tommy DeVito, guy looks like I mean he's fucking winning ball games. More more wins than Bryce. It's unreal. And we got Snooky at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a love Oh, man. That was out of pocket. That was out of pocket. Literally. Good Lord. No, that was, that was a lie. I like it. <laughs> just want to clarify. All right. All right. So then, everybody's saying – oh, go ahead, Caleb. Can I ask one final question? Absolutely. At what point does the alarm go off if Bryce Young doesn't start performing? Like halfway through next year – Three weeks into next year. It depends on what they put around him. Yeah. At the end of next year. Everybody right now is saying just put your seatbelt on and pray for 2025, right? Because it's like you can't put enough around him. If you hit on – I mean, we still have a second, third, fourth, two-fifths, and a sixth. So we still have decent draft capital to work with. Now you've got to hit on a Tank Dell in the third round. You've got to hit on some of those guys and not the Brandon Smiths. And these other guys that aren't getting not a, you know in on three of those guys. Yes, we need those guys have to be good players. Yeah, I, yes. Are we moving? Are we moving Icky to guard next year? Like what, what's going on? I, I think I think like, I think you got to at least go sign a veteran left tackle to show hey, here's some competition here, or at least help him on some of those a coach like you know an older guy, but to show him like if you don't perform, we're going to bench you. Um, yeah, I, it's because right now, like he has no like he's it, it, he's playing like he knows like you can't you can't bench me like who else you got you know what I mean? But he's see, I think he's seeing ghosts. You know the quarterback yeah. see ghosts. I think he's seeing ghosts. I don't know what happened. Like think about what we were saying at the beginning of the season, the end of last season. Like at least we have our oh. franchise left tackle, all this, and now we don't know if we have that anymore. Yeah. Pretty good point the other day. It's like we just overinflated everything last year because they were running the ball so well, yep. and that's what he's so good at, that he looked a lot better than he actually is, and it hit a lot of the deficiencies. And then you saw him in a you know, a spread scheme like this year, and it's just that this is who he is and that maybe we should. But, like, like if you go out and get T. Higgins and you sign a veteran left tackle that's serviceable in the offseason with your money, 
and you re-sign Burns and Brown this all season, and and somebody comes in with a different scheme, <laughs> like like no no no, I'm not saying playoffs. I'm just saying I think he, I think you could start evaluating Bryce as soon as game one next yeah. year. I agree. No, I mean I T Higgins to me should be number one priority for the Panthers, and I don't care Same. if we have to overpay him. Well, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to overpay to because everybody yeah. knows you absolutely need it. So you're gonna have to overpay. But it's also uh, another point I was reading was people were saying like, you do hit the reset button so much that you end up with players like Jeremy Chin who are, don't do anything in this offense. So now you've wasted more draft picks because they was more so supposed to be built for a, a, a Phil Snow defense. But he didn't do anything with Phil Snow. Well, he, I mean that, that rookie year he was up Jeremy for. Chin. Yeah, he was yeah, up for Defensive Player that, of the Year. Was, but then after that, he was nothing. Yeah, because that's what uh, it comes to my point. They keep moving him around. To me, I think they should have dropped him down at linebacker. They were so worried about hitting wear and tear. Well, now he ain't playing at all, so it don't matter. Yeah. I just I just wish they would play those players. I, mean, I guess they're playing Mingo now to figure out quick. They Because they didn't play Marshall. They don't know. They still aren't playing him, I guess, because he's proven it. But play those he's players, see it. if they got him, and put him in the right position to succeed. But if we keep changing schemes every year and a half, whatever player you draft, I, like you said, we're, are we a running team? Are we a zone blocking team? I don't know. So, I right, get rid of all of them. Get rid- are we a team? Yeah, are we a team? Everybody, 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 everybody. know we're a team. Uh, so it's like three or four guys. That's it. Yeah. Everybody else. Yep. All right. So uh, score score prediction Sunday. Forty-two to ten. Wow! Bucks. No, I'm kidding. Wow. Uh, they won't. They won't score that. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Seventeen. Bucks. Oh, heartbreaker. Jeez. Uh. <laughs> what a twenty-one-seven. Wow. <laughs> That's worse. Yeah. Twenty-seven ten. I'm flipping it. I'm going to go 28-17 like Lurs, but I'll flip it Panther-wise. I'm feeling good about this Tabor guy. How many? Yeah, uh, hey, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, listen. They, so how many I know. has it been and they haven't scored Listen, that many listen, points? listen. I could be totally wrong, and this is why I don't gamble. You know what I'm saying? This is exactly why I don't put money where my, money where my mouth is because I could be wrong. But I just I like, I just feel like everything is going to. How is gonna, it living in your imaginary world? Hey, man, listen. Listen. I think Chris this. Tabor. It's firing has woke, woken some Chris people Tabor. up. That's it. Hey, maybe he's maybe the next he's, John Harbaugh. Who knows? Maybe he's Dan Campbell. Yeah, okay, here you go. We talked about when would Wright get fired. If Tabor goes 6-0 and to end the season, does he get the job? Well, yes. we, we might win the division if he does that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I, I, I hope. I mean. If he I goes 6-0. and How about 6-0? and <laughs> Nah, he won't get the job if we do that. I, uh, he might. I don't know, man. If he wins six straight after Wright could only win one out of eleven games, it'd be fucking unreal. If if Bryce Young looks like the quarterback of the future, yes. Okay. Like if if Thomas Brown and Evero do their thing and Chris Tabor sits there as a game managing head coach, yes. 
Okay. <laughs> this is so dumb. We're not doing this. <laughs> hey, man, come on. You got to spin some. You got to get some different no. topics, man. Come on. Hit it. Hey, the only way we score 28 points Sunday is if Chris Tabor onside kicks at every freaking time. It could. <laughs> hey, I, I predict a fake field goal, a fake punt. Something fake is happening. A, a reverse. Yes. I mean, something the crazy. Panthers. Yes. Hey, they've been fake all year, man. I got to expect something else. Maybe we put a little more more makeup lipstick on a pig. Let's just give us one game before you realize how bad they really are. But I don't know. I just think some They're more fires. Bad. Fires are going to be lit, similar to when Antonio Pierce came in. I know he was a former player. I think it, you know, come back and do a little bit more of a mixed up, get Bryce under center and, and run the ball more with Chuba, Blackshear, get fucking Miles Sanders out of here. He don't want to play football. So I don't know. Just, you know, Caleb's optimistic about Tepper. I'm just feeling like there's just something a little more there, a little more meat on that bone for some points. Not, not, a, chance, not a chance in hell. Okay. Nope. Fair enough. Fair enough. Everybody, you know, we'll see what happens. I hope, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I said I 20 in that. I've done plenty of When was the last time they scored 20? Um, early Last, October, I think. Once Middle this year, October. twice this year, they scored 20? They scored tw- in the garbage know. time stuff, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's not, you know, I mean, I know it's 20. I said, hey, you know the Jets, you, you know the only, the only Eagles lost this year is against the Jets, right? I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just saying. A blind squirrel <laughs> finds a nut every now and then, man. I don't know. I'm just saying. They have a really good defense. Yeah, but the Jets have looked really bad since that one win, too. Yeah. But I just. They're a really bad quarterback. <laughs> well, a, de- a dead squirrel can't find a nut. I can tell you that much. <laughs> a dead yeah, squirrel. You can be blind, but you can't you be, be dead. dead. That's true. I, I mean, that is facts. Uh, all right. Well, I appreciate it. I know it's getting late. Good stuff. Uh, stopping through. Good to laugh through the pain, fellas. Maybe we'll do this come end of, you know, in six, seven weeks when we'll see where we're at. Final record wise, come January when we're talking again. Come January, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that sounds we, about we right. Can have, we can have the same talk about the Hornets. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I really appreciate these because I want to tweet so much, and I can only say so much on Twitter. So this lets me get everything, all my streamlined thoughts out. There you go. So, <laughs> that's it. That's what it's here for. So, all right, uh, anybody? The only other thing I have was the Pick'em Top Ten: Gadet One, Brittany Two. Logan three, Tyler Kakaley four, Jeeves fifth. Look at Jeeves finishing strong there. Rob, I'm picking the Panthers. That's what's getting me up there, baby. Yeah, that one game. That's it. Yep. Rob <laughs> six, all favorite seven, quarter and eighth, uh, Crash ninth, and then Kakaley, Greg Kakaley tenth. So, yeah, that's all I've got. Go buy you a Tepper Clown shirt or sticker. Caleb's not. Caleb's going to make sure he's keeping his hands clean in case they hire him one day. So. Nah, man. I'm just. I just think he's gonna get this one right. Okay. I, hey, I, hey, I appreciate that. Everybody's gotta have their pieces. Pieces of Yeah, pieces of optimism and spin zones. You got to. That's how. You, that's why we're fans because we're fanatics <laughs> and we convince ourselves every year that we're gonna somehow. Yes. That somehow <laughs> we're gonna be positive and we're gonna get to the playoffs and win ten games. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll still buy a shirt. I'll, st- I'll still buy a shirt to donate to the cause. Yeah. That's right. Uh, all right, appreciate it, fellas. Uh, Jeeves, man, how do we how do we end it out? Peace.